Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, a weekly podcast by the International Association of Women, or IAW. I'm your host. My name is Megan Mizzuto. I am so fortunate to serve as the president of IAW. We are a global community that empowers, supports, and connects professional women around the world so that they can go out and accomplish everything they've ever dreamed of. This podcast introduces you to our influencer members who join the program to gain more visibility in their careers. These women are incredible, and I just love these conversations and being able to share their stories. I'm really glad that you're here listening to us today. I hope you'll learn something new from today's guest. She's got a lot of things to tell us. So I'm so happy to welcome Nicole Penland to the podcast. Nicole is based in California and aims to be your resource to help build and maintain generational wealth. She commits to helping the community by providing free financial literacy seminars. Armed with her extensive knowledge in insurance, experience in cosmetology, and just recently becoming a licensed realtor on TeamFast brokered by EXP Realty, she's gained a trained eye for detail and knows how to keep in tune with people. Whether you're a buyer or a seller, Nicole will be with you on your journey, not only in real estate, but in taking your first step to financial freedom for generations to come. We know that preparing for that next step in life isn't always easy, but Nicole's combination of experience, professionals, and access to a wide variety of products and services can help meet your financial goals. Nicole, welcome. Thank you for being here today. I'm, I'm excited for this conversation because I think this, this idea of generational wealth and protecting our assets and, and figuring out home ownership and all that, it's so important. Um, so tell me, how did you... For, from from your own journey, how did you end up working how, where you are now? Okay, so um, I started I started my professional career as a cosmetologist, which allowed me to have a lot of conversations with a lot of different, mostly women, um, <laughs> mostly mostly mothers, you know. But I did work with some men too because I also did cut hair. But I saw that a lot of people didn't really have a firm understanding of a lot of um, different financial products or kind of looked at them as a, like a bill, an an additional expense more so than a protection. Um, My father has been an independent broker for 38 years. So I grew up watching him, you know, help people with insurance. And when I decided, or when I found out I was having my oldest child rather, I decided to go ahead and get my license as well for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to have that flexibility um, with work because growing up, um, my father was a single parent, but whenever I had like, a, a, cause I was in sports, I did track and basketball and things like that. So when I had tournaments out of town, my father was able to come because he was able to work remotely. So that kind of inspired me to say, okay, I still, I want to have that same you know, system for my kids. I don't want them to say, oh, I can't go because mommy has to work. Um, And I I did feel that a little bit with my mother. I lived with my mom until I was nine. And then I moved in with my dad um, for the latter years. And my mother, she worked in technology and manufacturing. So she always had to go to a brick and mortar 
um, so that, you know, it limited her availability when it came time to do things with, you know, at school or, you know, drive on a field trip or things like that. So that kind of got me started with um, insurance. And as I was working in insurance, I noticed there is a different conversation um, when someone has a, a quite a few bit of as like home and things like that to protect, they have their assets versus those that may not have really understood it or hadn't gotten to that point yet. So I wanted to help people get to that point. So I was like, okay, let me get into um, insurance, I mean, real estate. And I'm so excited because I was just recently able to help a single mother um, get her home and save money on her home and auto insurance um, just because of, you know, the products that I have uh, <laughs> in my repertoire. And I'm like, this is it. This is, this is, this is what I want to be able to do, like help. I have a soft spot for single mothers because I'm a single mother myself. So just helping, you know, women get in that secure financial position, regardless of what, you know, the cards may have against them or what have you. And I feel like having an understanding of what the products are and how they can help you um, makes a big difference versus just looking at it as, oh, just give me the cheapest bill. The cheapest bill may not fully protect your home or the cheapest bill may, you know, leave you having to pay out of pocket in the event that you get in an accident and hit someone's car that's like a Tesla or something and you got state minimum coverage. <laughs> so just um, being able to educate clients and, and help them understand those things, you know, encourage right. me to stay where I am with it. <laughs> yeah. So I love that, that you touched on the working mom and single mom aspect, because I think that has played a, a big role in your own journey and where you you wanted to be, but also mm -hmm. this helping, helping others save money, but also protecting their investments, right? Because right. you're right. If, if something happens and you're not protected, you view that as an expense, but the day that you need it, it's suddenly, it's not an expense anymore. It's, it's, it's right. that, that thing you need. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mm -hmm. love that you have found your way into something that gives you the flexibility that you want as a, as a, as a mom, it allows you to spend time with your kids as you need to, but it mm -hmm. also sets you up to, to have that moment of like, I, I know that our listeners won't be able to see you, but when you told me about helping this single mom, you lit up, you could, there was, there was, you like completely lit up. And so mm -hmm. when you do work that empowers you to feel that way, I think that's really special and really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, so one of the things that, that we talk about on this show um, is tips for our listeners. We have a lot of women tuning in and we know that the road is not always easy. There's challenges, there's things that happen. And, and so we offer up tips and resources so that somebody else, somebody else may not have a, such a hard time on their own journey because you can help them with the things that you've overcome. So one of the tips you said is don't let anyone tell you what you are not capable of. Can you elaborate on that a little bit for me? Um, yeah, I, I, I take that in the context of um, my career path. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, it's too late to start that. Or, oh, you're too old to, you know, start another career or something like that. Um, and I feel like as long as you put your mind to it, 
you can do it. You know, I, I was a hairstylist and makeup artist for 18 years. And the idea of going into a completely different field was very scary, but I felt like it was necessary for the quality of life I wanted to provide for my kids and the way I wanted to be available for my children. And there were a lot of naysayers in the process, you know, oh, do you know how hard it is to get into real estate or, you know, just because you pass that test doesn't mean, you know, you'll sell a house or, you know, most of the people, you know, don't make it past their first year or things like that. And I'm like, man, forget that. I'm going to do this <laughs> because I can see that it's going to afford the quality of life that I want to give my children and still have that flexibility to where if I need to go sit in the classroom or, you know, participate on a field trip or something like that, I'm still able to do all of those things, but still earn enough to cover everyone's basis. So I tell people, don't, don't let people tell you what you can't do. You just fight through it and, you know, coach yourself through it every day because you, you will be your biggest supporter at the end of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you said there were a lot of naysayers. Was there anybody in your corner supporting you? Was there anyone saying, yeah, you can do this. This go, go Nicole, you, you got this. Um, I feel like my biggest cheerleader through everything is my dad. Um, Mm -hmm. even, even if it's a point of saying like, you know, I'll, I'll cover this for this long so you can, you know, get your footing. Cause as a business owner himself, he understands it's just because you, you know, got your LLC or got your license. It doesn't mean that you're really producing anything. You got to get out there and do it. And mm-hmm. in the industries that I work in, it's, it's not antiquated. It's not, you know, oh, you clock in and you get this amount of money. You have to get people to the finish line, <laughs> whether it be insurance or, you know, real estate. Just because someone fills in an application, it doesn't mean that they're approved. You know, they still got to get through their medical exam and what have you. Or just because, you know, someone gets pre-approved on a loan doesn't necessarily mean they're going to make it all the way to close. Like, so he having that support has helped me stay encouraged and, and, and has taken a lot of the, you know, additional stresses off of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um that was part of my moving back to California. I was in Atlanta, but my father, he owns multiple properties in the Bay Area. So he's like, you know, you can use one of my rentals for a little while, you know, <laughs> I can't do it out there. But so having that support has definitely um, helped push me along in my journey. Um, but other than my dad, uh, I mean, at, as I've gotten busy, you know, people on my team, you know, they've been encouraging and things like that because they're like, oh, she's serious. But just like right off front, no, it's my dad. (laughs) Well, it's it's incredible that you have overcome and you're making progress and you're showing them, right? And I think that's sometimes you can take that somebody telling you can't do something and turning it into motivation to say, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you I can, and I'm going to prove you wrong. And I think like, for me personally, one of my biggest motivators is for someone to tell me I can't do something like, yeah, it, it, while it does, there's that voice in the back of the head, right? We all have that voice in the back of the head that sometimes things gets hard and I'm like, Oh, maybe they were right. But if you can push back past that and persevere and look to the, the things that are working, you can, you can overcome. So, yeah, I, I, one thing that I, I lean on a lot, um, they say, you know, your confidence is keeping promises to yourself. 
And throughout school, throughout sports, throughout everything, I, I've made it a point to, if I say I'm going to do it, not because, not if someone suggests something I should do, not if, you know, someone says, oh, that's a good idea. But if I say, you know what, I want to do this, I am going to do that certain thing, whatever it is at that time. And yeah. that, that also has helped me stay strong through the journey because it's like, I can't hear everyone else like it'll go in one ear and, and out the other because I know I told myself you can do this girl you know get up you got to work a little bit every day to get toward that goal but you can do this so even when it was in process of me getting my real estate license I already had cosmetology license I already had you know multiple insurance licenses because I work in property and casualty as well as accident and sickness so it's like I, I was telling myself as people like you know I took that test seven times in the past. I'm like, oh, that's you. Because I know <laughs> if I get up and study, you know, an hour or so every day before I go to work or, you know, if I have to get up before my kids and, you know, take a few practice tests, I'm going to go in and knock this out. I know I can do that. I'm not going to let, you know, what other struggles someone else may have had on that journey deter me from going on my own path. So, right. That, that's, that's, that's incredible. I think keeping promises to yourself and doing the work that it takes to keep those promises is, is really powerful. And so well done to you. Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> so now let's talk, obviously you, you've pivoted massively and, and that is a challenge in and of itself in this new career. Um, you say that, that one of the biggest challenges you have faced is marketing. So let's talk through your, your marketing challenges a little bit and how you've, how you've overcome them or, or what you're still looking to achieve. So I'm, I'm still working on that, um, especially like in the insurance industry in particular, there's a lot of restrictions on what you can and cannot say or how you can present the information. So it makes me feel like I have to follow certain scripts when I don't feel like certain scripts really um, are going to resonate with everyone. So it's mm -hmm. like trying to find that balance to stay in compliance, but still put it in my own words so I don't feel like a robot because I feel like when I have conversations with people um, and, and it was like getting to that point of actually having the one-on-one -on -one conversation, actually getting someone on the phone. But when I get them there, then, you know, I can say, well, no, you know, you can actually do this or did it, da, 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 but I can't post that online you know <laughs> so those those things kind of make it complicated and then also um just that 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 stigma and I feel like a lot of it is changing now as far as like keeping up this professional appearance which may not off, always be authentically you like they say like you know um, no like and trust. You want people to know you or get to know you, but how can they get to know me if I'm having to pretend to be this, you know, straight up and down? Let's talk about this today. Like, yes, no, I want to um, express my personality and and attract people that can say, oh yeah, I identify with that, or yeah, that was funny, or you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. marketing has been finding that balance with professional and real and compliance and. <laughs> Mm -hmm. my, mm -hmm. I, I like I, I mean I even though the industries that I'm in are very serious I like to 
lighten them and 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 make it so it's not so boring because no one wants to talk about insurance no one wants to talk about <laughs> They don't want to talk about that stuff. They're they're or, they're what we call the boring topics, but they're the important topics, right? right and I think right. that that's that is you're right. Nobody wants to talk about it until they need it, right? You're buying a car and suddenly you need insurance. You're buying a house, you suddenly need insurance. You're like the, it's there are certain moments in time where we're seeking these things out, but there's also there's certain things we can put in place like life insurance, right? There's certain right. things that you might not know about that will protect you they're there to protect you and your family and your assets but or even help along the journey like say for example if you have cash value life insurance a good policy that's been accumulating some years and you're trying to figure out you know oh I got approved for this much but I really want this house I got to cover that gap well if you have that cash value you know that's a resource that you can tap into tax-free where, <laughs> but if you don't have that in place or don't know that that even exists, then, you know, at that point it's too late. <laughs> so I feel like, right. you know, being able to get it in front of people to where they actually care about it before their back is against mm-hmm. the wall and need it, need it, that, that, that's mm-hmm. hard. And because they have all the different restrictions within, especially within the insurance industry, especially around the life insurance part, We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. It makes it hard to Cause even like I do the seminars, but it's like, they even have restrictions on how I can market my seminars. So it's like, how do I get you to come learn about the different types of life? <laughs> you don't want right. to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, that is a, that is a tricky thing. So you've done things like your free seminars, right? Mm-hmm. So you offer free education programs where people can come to learn from you. Um, I see you participate in cleanup day in the Oakland area. So I imagine there's community involvement you do so that you're out meeting people and, and spreading awareness of what you do. Um, are there any other initiatives that you've been working on or, or things you've done to, to help you be better connected in your communities? I am also part of the um, neighborhood council in the community that I live in that's helped mm-hmm. um, open up doors for a lot more conversation. And I recently um, joined the PTA at my kid's school to kind of, because I'm like, at least, at least parents seem to be for the most part on the same wavelength. Like, you know, I can help you with that college planning, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I often share, um, I've moved a lot. And I, I think when we talk about community and networking and building those relationships, so when I moved to Massachusetts, this is going back almost eight years now, but mm-hmm. I joined the PTA and I joined the PTA because 
I wanted to meet people. I wanted to be involved in my kid's school. I wasn't even thinking about the business relationships. At the time I was doing marketing and consulting. Mm. And would you know, my first PTA event, somebody asked what I did. I told her and she said, oh, I have a friend who wants to build a website and a blog. Can I connect you guys? And we connected and she became my client. And like, so when you, when you volunteer or spend your time with these people, you build mm-hmm. those relationships and it just kind of naturally happens. So yeah, I love yeah. hearing that you're, you're involved in the community and, and supporting locally. Cause I think those things help. <laughs> yeah. And, and with, even with the cleanup events, like I, after I started doing them, cause it was just something I had started doing on my own. Um, once I moved back to Oakland from Georgia, growing up here, I mean, it wasn't never Pleasantville, but it wasn't hit like it is now with all the, you know, disparities between all this happened as effect from the pandemic. And, you know, now, especially since all these moratoriums and things are coming to an end, this this homelessness mm-hmm. and, and ev- everything, like there's, you know, people, I guess they, their trash service, maybe they weren't able to afford to continue to, you know, keep it going. So they're like dumping in the creek and things mm-hmm. like that. Like you drive into store parking lots and people are just driving and pushing their trash out and keep driving. It's like, come on, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we doing here? You know? So yeah, I just started, you know, knocking on neighbor's doors and saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to get out this Saturday morning and clean up over in this area. You know, if you ask, want to come help. And at first for a few months, it was just me or maybe one other person would come. But now, now the neighbors are starting to see like, oh, this does make a difference. And it's not something that I'm trying to do every single day. I pick one Saturday a month, usually the third Saturday, we get up and and knock out that area. If if nothing else to keep our immediate neighborhood, you know, clean, Mm -hmm. because there's still, we're still raising kids. We're still raising our families out here. And they should be able to go to the park without finding needles and use condoms and things, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, even absolutely. if I'm just cleaning up parks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think, I think so the, the, I mean, obviously the immediate effect is your kids grow up in a cleaner place and that's, that's mm-hmm. lovely for everybody, but it's that community involvement. It's, it's being out doing the right things and, and showing who you truly are as a person that helps people mm-hmm. connect with you to build those longer relationships to then working together. Um, love that. So as we, I, I do want to touch on one other thing before we wrap up. So you are licensed to sell insurance in California, Georgia, Texas, and Maryland. Is that correct? As well as Virginia, Georgia, and Nevada. Okay. All right. So for those listening, um, you, we will have links to, to where you can find Nicole. You can, um, on her social, we've got, she's Nicole Penland on LinkedIn. It's Nicole with a, a N-I-C-H-O-L-E. And she has a, a link tree, which is just her name, Nicole Penland. You'll be able to find all that linked in our show notes. If you have questions about how to plan for your long-term future, reach out to Nicole. She's a wealth of information, loves to talk about this stuff, loves to help people. Um, and, and I enjoy this conversation. Nicole, as we wrap up, any other tips or resources that you want to share with the listeners? Um, just keep your head up. You know, the world is going through a lot of craziness right now, 
but they're they always say you know the the the, the rainbow at the end of the storm or you know it's everything's a season so even if things seem a little rough right now we'll all get through it and brighter days are coming <laughs> brighter days are coming for sure well nicole thank you i've enjoyed this conversation for all our listeners, I hope you enjoyed our episode today. Definitely reach out to Nicole. Go connect with her online. Um, we will be back again next week with another episode of Unlimited Horizons. Nicole, thank you so much. I hope you all have a lovely day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.